1: What is going on everybody and welcome to another episode of the Fantasy Football Roundtable Podcast. We have made it. It is draft night. We could not be more excited to kick this bad boy off. Have a quick episode today. We're going to go over NFL draft props and then there's been some NFL news that has happened since before me and Matt started recording. But before or before since the last time you heard me and Matt record is actually probably the way I should have worded that. Before we jump into that, Dennis and Matt, how are you guys doing on this beautiful Thursday?
2: Man, I'm just so glad I don't have to keep looking busy anymore today. I was running out of steam trying to look busy. and All I could think was what's going on. I'm checking Twitter every 10 seconds to see if anything's happening. And as the day went on, now we got the Aaron Rodgers stuff and you know, I keep holding steady to my Justin Fields at number two against all odds. I don't know. We'll see what happens. But I'm looking forward to a, a great draft night.
3: Yeah, I think it's going to be uh, an exciting day. Draft draft day is always uh, fun, but it seems like there are a lot of potential unknowns that could make the first round even more exciting. <laughs>
1: What's up, Bollywood? Yeah. We've got, um, obviously there is a massive story going on right now, so we'll just jump right in and talk about it. If you guys have missed it, you must be living under a rock. Trey Lance is now the betting favorite to be at picked at three. So, oh, is that is that what you thought we were going to talk about? Is that is that not the news, Matt? I'm confused. You looked you looked a little. I mean, that's I Trey that's Lance, some news. But- uh, Aaron Rodgers, uh, like I shouldn't say likely, uh, reports are that he wants out of green Bay. Uh, we, I've seen multiple different people talking about multiple different things, whether it's, he wants out, he's wanted out for a while. The front office said that they would trade him this off season and then didn't trade him. So things have gotten bad. It's just the shit show right now. And it is not looking good. What makes it more interesting is there's been reports that San Francisco has reached out and and offered their number three pick uh, to send their two Green Bay or the 1.3 in this draft. I would imagine they're trying to include other things, but that being the highlight of the package and San Francisco has already turned them down.
3: That report the other day was that San Francisco thought there was five different quarterbacks that would work for them. We just didn't realize one of those was Aaron Rodgers.
1: Well, it doesn't look like it's going to work. for him. I don't know. They they've already turned them down, but I, maybe it's just because I think he's probably not even one of the best quarterback I've ever seen play. Again, I'm you know I I I know that sounds crazy to some people, but I haven't. I mean, I think he's better than Tom Brady skill wise, at least not championship wise, but skill wise, I believe he is better than Tom Brady it's just odd to think that he might end up on a different team. Like what, what, what does this all mean, Dennis? Like, what what should we be thinking right now?
2: Well, you know, Eddie George is a cowboy. Emmett Smith is a Cardinal. Jerry Rice is a Raider. Joe Montana is a chief. I mean, they all end up on, I mean, Peyton Manning is a Bronco, for God's sake. It, it's just, he's 37 years old. He still got it much more than, say, Peyton Manning did. Um, but, you know, he's frustrated with the situation, I think, and he, he wants out. I don't know how likely a trade is. It's If I had to choose whether he gets traded or retires, I think right now I lean retire. Uh, and that's not including staying in green Bay. Uh, we we still have what four months of off season left. So there's still plenty of time. There's a huge, huge cap hit if they trade him now, I think 37 million in dead money. Uh, if they wait till after June one, much like with Julio Jones. So there, there's definitely opportunities to do something later in the summer. Um, But right now, he's clearly disgruntled, whether it's over um, them drafting Love last year and not getting him any help. You know, unfortunately, the the part of that I don't buy that much is that he doesn't, you know, much like most veteran quarterbacks, they don't put a lot of weight on their rookie receivers. It usually takes them a couple years to uh, you know, get conf- confident in them. We'll see. It's certainly going to be something to watch uh, over the next uh, couple days, few months.
3: I would think uh, the way their season ended probably rankled Aaron Rodgers more than what happened at the draft last year because it seemed like throughout the season they kind of got back on a, on a good track, on a good page. They had a pretty successful season. But the way it ended, uh, you know, if we uh, – it's been a while, so maybe we forget, but that post-game press conference I was sending you guys clips, the way he talked, he seemed very despondent. and And maybe that at the time we thought, oh, you know, is he about to – retire and maybe that really is the thing he he hasn't gotten over that supposedly there's been some negative interactions on NFL radio when I was coming in they said they reached out that the team had reached out to Aaron Rodgers earlier in the offseason and asked him to restructure and take a pay cut to give them more salary cap space Um, so if you were already kind of not that pleased that probably wouldn't have made him uh, feel a whole lot better uh, it's going to be an interesting situation to watch. I've heard people talk about the Packers, if they if they do think that it can't be repaired and want to trade them, they'll probably never get more than what they're going to get tonight because you can potentially get a high first-round draft pick and pick your own, basically, quarterback uh, to come in and replace. I also wonder, they spent a first-round pick on Jordan Love. So maybe they're getting another one. How do they feel? I'm sure Matt, you would have a better handle on how you think Jordan love compares to any of the potential top five here, but
1: Uh, not great, Bob. Not great.
3: So Jordan love really feels even worse than he did last, last year on draft night, but it's, it's a weird situation. It's, The only thing right now I feel good about in the draft is we're probably going to hear Trevor Lawrence's name called at Jacksonville. And then after that, I feel like anything could happen. They're talking about the Saints are apparently really aggressively trying to move into the top 10 right now, which would make you think that they're they're riding the two options they have right now, but giving themselves some other options.
1: Apparently Washington might as well here. So it's going to be...
3: Washington should, though. I mean, I think Magic is good for this year. I think that was a great signing. I'm not thinking Taylor Heineke is
0: the... the,
1: So I agree with you 100% that this is probably Green Bay's best shot at getting the most that they're going to get and give them some kind of... If they believe Jordan and Love... uh, Matt LaFleur, although the fourth and three decision still is confusing to me as apparently it was to Jeopardy and and everybody else in the world still I I do believe that if he thinks Jordan Love can be a good quarterback at least in his system that Jordan Love can possibly succeed being there in Green Bay so it gives them depending on what they're able to get for Aaron Rodgers many different ways that they could go in the draft so I guess if you had to cap it with the percentage, Dennis, what percentage would you put on it? That has moved tonight.
2: I say it's pretty low tonight. Uh, in part, I mean, it doesn't help them from a cap situation as much as they may want to move him. The easiest thing for the Green Bay cap is for him to retire. Then that I don't. I don't think they suffer any negative impact from the salary cap. Uh, I think. I, they thought you,
3: I thought you when a player retired like that, it accelerated the signing bonus onto the right,
2: but it doesn't, it, it then it's going to be over right now. There's still, there's dead cap plus salary. So I, I don't know. It's, it's a situation where he's not, I, he's not going anywhere tonight. As, as fun as something like that might be for us, for fantasy, and uh, you know, I, I don't roster too many shares of Aaron Rodgers, so it, I don't know how I'm, I would probably only be impacted if he went, like, say, to Washington, where I've got a couple shares of Fitzpatrick that I'm sitting on right now, needing to rely on at least early in the season. Uh, you know, he's going to be a disgruntled Green Bay Packer for the foreseeable future. Andrew, not is it Andrew Brandt? I just saw a tweet from uh, said that he's not. He doesn't feel like yeah, Andrew Brandt. Uh, that he doesn't think Rogers is going anywhere this season. I'm gonna say I feel
3: like it's fifty fifty.
1: All right, so I. I I feel it's probably I guess I would go 60 40 not happening I think there's a better shot that he doesn't get traded but again maybe it's because I'm still trying to wrap my mind around the fact that he could actually be gone and move somewhere I do think that the money matters but if the one thing we don't know is we can only go based on reports that we hear that Rogers is like dead set on not coming back so if Green Bay really thinks that then I agree with what you said earlier, Matt, that they've got to make that move, in my opinion, tonight because this is going to be their best shot to get anything close. And you're not going to get the value back of what an Aaron Rodgers is getting. We were talking in our group chat. I mean, he's a Hall of Fame player. You're not going to get – and he still is – maybe he's not a Hall of Fame player right now, though I'd argue he's still pretty damn close. He's not far removed from that skill base. So I I think – you're never going to get that amount of value back, but it, you could at least come somewhat close. It's not going to be the only night that you get that shot. So the next uh, big trade affects your Broncos there, Matt. Uh, happened a couple nights ago. Teddy Bridgewater is being traded for six-round pick in the Broncos.
0: Yeah,
3: that was yesterday. Um, they've said pretty much all offseason that they wanted to get some kind of veteran competition in with Drew Locke uh, and that didn't happen in free agency. We know they tried to make a run at Fitzpatrick. Um, I do believe they made an offer from Matthew Stafford um, that didn't, didn't work out. Uh, so The beat reporters here ever since the Darnold trade have been speculating that Denver was trying to get Teddy Bridgewater, that a big sticking point was they wanted Carolina to pay a big chunk of the salary, which Carolina did. uh, And so the trade went through. I know some people think that that doesn't change the possibility of them drafting a quarterback. I think it does. Um, I think they're more likely to draft – either a lineman or a defensive need or trade back.
2: You know, my thoughts on it, and I was talking in a chat about this, listening to somebody say it, and he said that what he thought is that Locke is going to get the shot. They're going to give him the opportunity. But that there's a little gunslinger in Locke, and he can be erratic, and he hasn't proven it yet. um, And that... Basically, they're going to give Locke the shot to go out there and, and prove it. And if he doesn't, then they feel like they've got steady, safe Teddy sitting back there that'll be able to step right in, take over, and not make mistakes. You know, for for all the crap Teddy gets for, for not being quote-unquote exciting, I mean, the Carolina wide receivers last year were like – I think 21, 23, and 25 or something right there in fantasy points. So they were producing, and that was without Christian McCaffrey. So I don't know that I would panic if if Teddy does end up uh, in the starter seat. Uh, I don't know. I'm probably more nervous for the women of Denver with Big Cock Lock and Teddy Tripod running around out there.
3: Good point. (laughs) We've reached a new demographic tonight.
1: Yeah, I'm going to be interested to see because uh, we obviously did mocks for the huddle report and I'm uh, Matt. I don't know if you looked at mine. I had Justin Fields going to Denver. I really Thank think you. there's a shot that that happens. I'm curious as if he falls to them, if they still take him or not, I, I would think that they might. Uh, I think I still believe in drew lock. Matt, me and you kind of talked about this a little bit on Monday's show. If Bridgewater does go there and he ends up starting, I think it doesn't really do much for the weapons around them. I think it more just kind of keeps their their floor at a decent spot, if that makes sense. Like, I, I don't think Teddy Bridgewater comes in and kills a Cortland Sutton, a Noah Fant, a Jerry Judy. I actually think he's more you know, he's a better quarterback than some of the quarterbacks they had going out there this this past season in Denver. So I actually think he keeps their floor fairly safe moving into the 2021 season. I think, you know, we, we talked about it before. I think it was more of a bringing it in to give someone to compete, which we like to possibly push him forward. But, but I think that field's pick could be very interesting if he is able to fall there, if Denver ends up going that way or, or goes to Micah Parsons, like I know you have kind of wanted them to, Matt, uh, since the very first mock that we did.
3: I think if they take a quarterback in the first round at this point, George Patton gets fired before the season starts.
1: We think so, Hollywood. I, I I think if if Fields is still on the board by their pick, they might still go Fields. I don't know if they would Mac Jones. Um, and I mean I don't know trade Lance is very. It seems like everybody's kind of all over the place on Trey Lance. I think he's going to be a very good prospect, but I wouldn't be surprised if Denver passes on him. But if Justin Fields is there, and maybe again it's a little bit of my bias, but I think Fields is closer to Lawrence than anybody else in this draft class. So, for me, if he was on the board, I'd seriously consider taking him there at nine. So, right nine? I'm not right. Yeah.
0: Okay, so I thought.
1: All right. Uh, last but not least, and probably the most unexciting news so far this weekend uh, or this week, the Bucks re-signed AB, and they are literally running it back with everybody. He was the last player on that entire team that uh, they actually
3: added some people. It's not even yeah. just running it back with everybody. It's also I, I did the I don't know if you saw my tweet yesterday. We haven't even no. had the draft, and already these are the potentially fantasy-relevant players that uh, that Tampa Bay is rostering. Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Antonio Brown, Tyler Johnson, Scotty Miller, Rob Gronkowski, they renegotiated to keep Cameron Brait, O.J. Howard coming back, Leonard Fournette, Ronald Jones, Giovanni Bernard, and Keyshawn Vaughn. And who knows what they're going to add in the next three days. It's just I would wager – People have all those players, maybe not Cameron yeah. great, held somewhere in, in fantasy. And it's going to be – it's great for NFL, but what a nightmare.
1: Yeah, so that's the thing. I agree, Hollywood, on a great re-signing for the Buccaneers as a team in the NFL. I don't think it's a great thing for fantasy, as Matt was just kind of mentioning there. In the seven games that those three played together, Mike Evans' highest finish was wide receiver 17, Chris Godwin 25, Antonio Brown, it was 50-something. There was one game week 17, I believe, was Antonio Brown had a really good game, but Mike Evans was out. He did not play in that game. Godwin missed a couple of games as well. Now, Evans still finished very high in the season, but that was because he also had – th- how many touchdowns did he have again? Um, that I, I did not write down. He had double digits. I think it was 11. If I remember correctly, 11 or 13. Matt's going to look for me really quick because he's got that fast working computer. It was 13. 13. So, the other thing you'll say about I don't know if you have his career stats up, but I'm pretty sure you can back me up on yes, this. Yes,
3: um, that was much higher. Uh, he had 12 as a rookie, 12 in his third year, but most years he's had between three and eight. He had That's 61 what I was about total. To say.
1: If you look at it, every year that he scored the double digits, he dropped down to I believe it's three to five touchdowns the year after that. So don't expect a big year out of Mike Evans. Now that that, that was my point of getting around to that, it's finally going to happen. That's why I've never how been in, on Mike how Evans many every of those year.
2: years after scoring thirteen touchdowns. Did he have Tom Brady as his, as his quarterback?
1: I mean, he had James Winston, you know, Winston, and before was, that, he had God's was.
3: gift to quarterbacking Josh Freeman.
1: So. Yeah, you know, yeah, you know, Winston's God's gift on the fantasy side at least. Now, I don't mean it as a bad thing towards Evans. I just mean the fact no. that he just seems to I don't want to say take a regression. You can't count on touchdowns. And that's what buoyed him Those up there to be 40. that top. Yeah. That that that's what buoyed him up there this year into being I believe he finishes wide receiver 11 um in PPR and PPR scoring. So he had a good year. Dennis, does this worry you at all? A, B coming back with this entire offense. it's rare to see teams run it back as it is, but they definitely seem primed to at least make the playoffs again.
2: Yeah, I think they're going to, they'll roll. There'll be some inconsistency with who has the big weeks. But I do think that uh, from the wide receiver perspective, Evans is the touchdown threat. Um, you know, he's the air yards. He, he gets a lot of flack for not having a whole lot of uh, run after the catch. But, you know, when you're catching it 45 yards down the field and it's being contested and you're getting knocked out of bounds uh, after your feet touchdown, you're not going to get a whole bunch of yards after the catch. You know, that's just not his deal. So, uh, But he still gains over 1,000 yards every year. I, I would probably – not expecting to score 13 touchdowns, but I think eight is a reasonable expectation for him this year, and probably, you
3: know, 1,100 yards. See, that's that's the thing. Evans was the one of those guys that was in pretty much all of the games. He he actually he played and started 16 games, so at, so they didn't sit him out. He is the only one that got over 100 targets barely made 1,000 yards. 1,006 yards on 70 receptions. That's with Godwin missing four games, Brown only appearing in eight games, and everything else. That's where I would be worried. I don't think he's a lock for 1,000 or 1,100 yards. I think he'll have a great season. He's probably their best receiver in the red zone area, but if you have Brown mixing in there more, they've talked about wanting to get Tyler Johnson involved more they seem to like Scotty Miller you have three tight ends now they obviously signed Giovanni Bernard I'm guessing because they think he could be more of a receiving back there's only so many targets as great as we think Brady is unless they're going to find a way to throw it 800 times there's only so much to go around and you're talking about five receivers three tight ends and four running backs potentially being involved before you even count drafts or the randoms that pop up.
2: So speaking of randoms that pop up, I fully expect that Antonio Brown does not complete the season with the Buckeye or with the
1: Buccaneers. I feel like I thought you to go going a different way. With that like the like, boss walked no, in and put a cup on your desk, and we were like, "Oh, He's, what's going he's on like here, so? Eminem in
3: uh, in Shady's back. He's settled all his lawsuits. Yeah, he's yeah. ready to go. Yeah.
2: Yeah, but he, so the settling his lawsuits make him not crazy. He's gonna get out there three games in. Three games in, he's gonna have six targets, and he's gonna be throwing a hissy fit. And Tom Brady and Bruce Arians are gonna be like, you know what? Shut up. I'm gonna start Tyler Johnson since you're, you know, you're gonna be inactive mm-hmm. in game five. Tyler Johnson's gonna go out there and catch a few passes. Scotty Miller, he's gonna then he's gonna try to slink back in. He's you know, he, I I just don't think he's got it in him to be the third wheel.
3: I think he's excited about potentially winning a Super Bowl and playing with Tom Brady, and that'll be enough to keep him here. But even if you you saw him get benched for periods of time, it's not like they don't have other people that are going to step in to the rotation. I just I think they they have a great collection and they have a great NFL team. And they have some people that you'd really like to see do well. As somebody who has a lot of shares of Chris Godwin and Mike Evans, I hope you're right that Mike Evans can get 1,100 yards. I hope Chris Godwin can have a 1,000-yard season, 100 receptions like he did a couple years ago. It just seems hard to believe.
1: Yeah, I I would – Godwin was also hurt a lot last year. I, I wonder if he maybe bounces back a little bit more. I mean,
3: I, I would started four, he started twelve games and saw eighty four targets. It wasn't that huge of a fall
1: off. So who would you put? Who would you put your money on? To be because I I think it's easy to say at least in my opinion, AB's probably still the third option, if even yep. really viable fantasy wise. I would say at best you're probably looking at a wide receiver four for fantasy purposes most weeks, if that. So I think I'm leaning more towards – I actually might say Evans just because I think he's going to be a red zone threat still. I mean, that's yeah. what kind of buoyed him. We talked about that a lot last year. Like he, yeah. There was a couple of games where he had like 15 yards but three touchdowns, and that yeah. matters for fantasy. And I, I could clearly see that happening again this year. So I think I'd probably lean Evans as much as that hurts me. What about you, deb
2: I think it's it's going to be Evans by a nose over Godwin, you know, mm-hmm. and A.B. a distant third. I think A.B. is going to be closer to Scotty Miller and Tyler Johnson in stats than he is to Chris Godwin and Mike Evans. Do you agree yeah, with that, Matt?
3: Fair. Yeah, I mean, I think – Evans being the the bit the better red zone threat is always going to help him. I, I expect he's going to be their top touchdown receiver. Um, you know his biggest competition in the red zone is probably either Howard or Gronk, not another wide receiver. All right, we're so really-
1: pounding it in. Well, yeah. <laughs> okay. okay, we
3: could just keep the list going.
1: Let's. Uh- Let's talk about some of these draft props. I pulled a bunch of these up. We'll just kind of give our takes on these as, and I'll give our thoughts. Most of them are over-unders on what we expect to happen tonight in the draft. Most of these are day one, some day two stuff I've put in here as well. So we'll start with the first one, 5.5 quarterbacks going in the first round. you to take the over or the under, Matt?
3: I'm going to take the under. I think five go.
2: Dennis? That's the- where I'm at. I, I'm, I'm at the under now. I did one I, I did one mock draft anywhere else that I've com- had to submit a full first round mock draft. I have one sheet of integrity and I do not have a sixth quarterback in the first round and so therefore I am going five.
1: All right. The next one, 4.5 in the top 10. Dennis?
2: Uh, I have the over. I have them all off the board
1: by 10. Matt, are you uh, over as well?
2: Yeah, I'm over as well.
1: As am I. And I just added this one uh, that I saw pop up a little bit ago. This one I think is actually a little bit interesting. Dennis, 6.5 quarterbacks have won it by the end of the second round. So if we're expecting five to go in the first, they're, you're saying one more is going to go. Good trade. Oh wow! I Sorry. Think, so, I look at. This well, he quarterback said six point
3: five, right? That would mean yeah. so seven, that means
1: seven. Two, what I was saying, so you expecting, yeah. So
2: I I view this quarterback class as five round one quarterbacks, and all day three quarterbacks. I I would go under six point five. Now I can see being wrong because some team. It, you know, co- coaches think, oh, I can fix it. I can fix it. And so they're going to take the Del- Kellen Mons and the Davis Mills and oh, Kyle Trask. So it wouldn't surprise me for it to be eight by the end of day two. I just don't think there's really any quarterbacks wor- worth taking there. I'm
3: going to say under as well. I think at least one will go in – round 2 I'm probably one in round 3 but I don't think uh um we're going to have two go in round 2
1: I'm going to go over because I expect Kellen Mond to go with all the love that he is getting there there seems to be a lot of NFL teams that are much higher on him than me specifically and a lot of other people And there's all this talk about Davis Mills, and we're going to get to his over-under, which I found extremely interesting where they placed that at. That's in the second round. On top of that, I still think there's a shot Kyle Trask goes. So I could see one of, you know, Matt, you've mentioned it before. Maybe they'll trade up and get a quarterback, so it won't matter. But it just seems like the Chicago Bears thing to do to take Kyle Trask in the second round. And if that happens, it's going to go over. uh, And I expect someone to take another one of these guys, so I'm going to take the over. uh, and at least two more are going to go by the end of round two. For the running backs, 1.5 in the first round, Matt.
3: I'm going under. I think one
2: goes, but not two. Dennis?
1: Uh, I just had to
2: double-check my draft here. Uh, I'm at one as well.
1: So I'm I going. am going over. I think once one of them goes, whether it's Najee or Travis Etienne, I think the other could go fairly quickly toward the end of the first round possibly even a team trading up, which I know sounds crazy. But we talked a little bit about this with Ray Garvin last night on the Debbie debate, and these teams are really moving heavily toward uh, keeping these running backs on those rookie contracts and then just moving on from them. Getting one of these guys with that fifth year, not having to pay much, especially if you're in Miami – or a New York Jets, maybe trading back. Well, I, don't, I think the Jets actually are going to take ETM with their second pick. Someone coming up into the back end of the first, you don't usually have to pay as much, uh, and I think they could easily pay that to jump up to get one of those running backs. So I'm going to go over. You,
3: it. you could be. I mean, our friend Ricky took three in the first round in in his rock in his <sighs> mock.
1: I wouldn't doubt it. I there's a lot of people who have been talking about now. There's a bunch of NFL teams who think Javante is the best running back in this class, and so I mm. really think because of the perceived, not just for fantasy, but NFL circles as well, the perceived drop-off after those three, if one goes in, say, like the early 20s, I would not be surprised if we see some movement and those other two guys go, just because I I don't think – Kenneth Gainwell is the only one that I think is really intriguing to me. I mean, I love Jamar Jefferson, but I've, I've said before, I think landing spot is a little bit more dependent for him. Outside of those two, there's not a lot of guys I trust that could go somewhere in like the second round and be like immediate impact players. So I I really think there's a good shot that at least two go today. If uh, Three just seems crazy to me. But then there's all the smoke about Buffalo maybe just taking another one because that's what they feel they need. That's all they feel they need. (laughs) And that's even (laughs) Matt
2: You next. see the videos of Devin Singletary working out like Austin Eckler and Looking bulked up and quick. He's got his burst now. You didn't see the videos on Twitter.
1: Uh, I haven't, and I'm guessing neither has the Buffalo Bills front office because there's a lot of talk that they want to take a running back. So I don't I don't think they've been watching his workout videos either. Uh 4.5 in in the first two rounds for running backs. So again, you're looking at two more going in round two. Uh if if you're no for you guys, I'm sorry, two more for me. Three more for you guys going in that uh, in that round two area uh, to get over here.
2: I I think four point five in two rounds. Is, I'm taking the under.
3: I'm taking the under as well. I think four, but not five. Yeah, yeah I, I am I leaning the if same. You day. were if you
2: went day two, you know, through round three with day two, then it's a different story. But um. I just think through the first two rounds, it'll be something. I like in my mock. I don't have the Steelers taking a, a running back in the first round because I feel like there's I think I did there's enough depth at the running back position that they could get a guy that suits their system in round two or three. That guy, I believe, is Trey Sermon, uh, and. They need to replace uh, Mike Pouncy or Marquise Pouncy, whichever Pouncy brother was playing for them. So I actually have them taking Creed I Humphrey at center. Yeah. So I think they go center in the first round and and lock that down, and then uh, take that running back a little bit later.
3: Although it is the ultimate Steelers move to just draft a linebacker in the first round and call it good.
1: That is true. Um, which one are we? On? So let's move on to the wide receivers here. 4.5 in round one.
2: I think I'm going got over. Five going. Let me see. Yeah, I'm going over. Yeah, I'm going over fairly comfortably.
1: Yes, so am I. So I wonder if this makes it even easier than for you guys. 9.5 in by the end of round two.
2: You know, I really didn't do a ton of work calculating who who might go where in the second. So it makes me a little bit nervous to say, you know, that would be four more. So based on the guys that I have going, that's gonna leave. I I think I'm I think I'm gonna take the under.
3: I'm gonna go over. I think we see at least ten.
1: Yeah, I I'm with you, Matt. I think I've got uh I've got five. I think in the first round, and I think at least five more go in the second round. There's just a lot of wide receivers that I I think a lot of teams are gonna fall in love with, and a lot of teams that need them as well. So I would not uh, be surprised if we see more than five, but I think at least five go there in the second. Well, round. But the, and that's Tight.
2: just the thing, though, is that when there's a lot of them, then they that they, they tend to start to slide a little bit. Because teams go, oh, well, I like three guys here, and if I if I don't take one here and I, I there's only one of this position I like, I'll take that and come back here and, you know, 20 picks or whatever, 30 picks and, and take – I'll still have my choice of these three or four that I still like.
1: Yeah, I uh, the only reason I think it, it's likely to happen, at least for me, is I don't think there's – as deep a defensive class is here. So I, I don't know if the teams will be like, well, I'm going to take this defensive player here and let these wide receivers fall because they, even though the wide receiver class is deep, I think when you start getting to the point where teams are looking at, well, he's the best player on our board. I think when you get to the second round, some of those wide receivers will be the best player on the board. Now, not every team drafts BPA. Some do draft for team need, even though Bill Parcells, I can't remember what his quote is on that now, but it's not to do that is, is the easiest way to put that. So it'll be interesting. But I think, I think you're going to see five go in round one and five go in round two. Uh, Tight ends, 1.5 in round one, Mr. Fox.
3: I'm going under. Um, I think Pitts is the only one that comes off. I would agree.
1: I'm going to add another one here. 3.5 by the end of day two. So that's including round three. So I, I think that Friar goes.
2: So then we come down to Tremble, Jordan. Uh, who else is up there? L- Hunter Long. Yeah. Uh, so what was the a-
1: 3.5. So four, four have gone by the end of day two, by the end of round three.
3: I'm going to take the under. I think three go, but. I, I don't yeah. think a lot of people are aggressive on tight end in this draft.
2: I And I think I agree. I'm taking the under. And the reason is that tight ends take time to develop, even when they're really good. And at after Pitts, there's a pretty good drop to Friar and then there's a, a pretty good drop to uh, Tremble and uh, Jordan Long. So you're, you're looking at – pretty developmental tight end players easy, easily in the the end of the top five. So, yeah, I, I, I'm going to go under.
1: I'm going to go over. I think there's a shot that four could go. We've seen teams uh, – while I agree that it takes a little bit longer for some of these guys to develop – uh, we've seen these teams take guys like a Drew Sample way before they should because they're good blockers, and it's not just Drew Sample. I mean, you can just—it's it, literally tight ends you probably should not have taken that high. Uh, but Tommy Tremble and both Hunter Long are considered like very, very good blockers, especially for where they are in their college careers and coming into the NFL. So I could see maybe even a run-heavy team being like, you know what? We'll take that guy at this point at the end of round three, maybe before they get into round four. So I'm going to go slight over. I think one of those guys could sneak in. Because I do think – I would be very surprised if Fryermuth and Jordan are not off the board by by at least toward the end of round three. I think Fryermuth for sure is going in the second. I think Jordan should. I, I'm very high on both of those guys. So then it's just coming into as long or – uh, Tremble, Yaboa, any of those guys sneak into the back end of the third. And I think it, it was possible one of them could.
3: Yeah, Ricky actually had Firemouth going in the first in that mocky. You know what?
1: I, I would not be surprised. I think a lot of people forget how good he is because he got injured and just kind of opted out for the rest of last season. But again, you don't get the nickname Baby Gronk for no reason. And that's not like fantasy analysts calling him that. That's like people, what people in the NFL circles were calling him that. You don't just get that nickname for no reason. So I I think that he's a very underrated tight end right now. What pick will Davis Mills go by over under on 60.5? Over for me. Yep.
2: Over.
1: Oh, this is so hard because clearly at least we not we. The NFL thinks something with it and there's too much smoke here for I don't see it. I really don't, but
3: I mean that 60.5 puts some them- in the second round. I just, yeah, I
1: know that's, well, that's what I thought of the earlier about the quarterback, because, but that's the thing we heard just a couple of weeks ago, all these people talking about, there's a chance that a team might trade it back into the first to take him round at pick 31 or 32, which is insane to me because I don't even think he's worth a six. I don't think he's worth a third round pick, a fourth. round pick. You know, you want to take a shot on it or I have to to that. You want to take a shot at him in the fourth because, you know, he had all the tools coming out of high school and he's had, moments of brilliance at Stanford? Okay, whatever. I can I can buy that. First round, just so you can get that fifth-year option? Mike, that's how you get fired as a general manager. So I, I don't – I'm going to go over as well, but I think out of all the ones, that's the one that I would not be – I'd be the least surprised if he ends up going early second round just because of all the smoke and everything we've heard with him. Devonta Smith, over under 11.5.
2: I'm going over slight over. I have him going 12 to Philly, so I'm taking the over. Interesting.
1: I God, this is so difficult. I'm gonna go under. Well, just I think look there's at a
2: the shot submitted and go by that.
1: But No, he doesn't like some, his I'm mock still, draft. I don't like my mock draft number one. I don't even remember where I put it, to be honest with you. I don't I'm know gonna where I over. saved it at.
3: There, I'll, I'll see where you have him. I going. think
1: I had him go to the Patriots at 15. No, I don't think yeah, I do Yeah, uh, no, you had my. Thank you, Hollywood. Patriots. I'm pretty you sure had I had
3: add him. 11 to the Giants.
1: There we go. See, I'm, I'm trusting myself here. I honestly think he's going to be – the second wide receiver off the board. It's either going to be Waddle or Chase, and I think Smith's going to be the second. So I don't remember who I had going off first. Was it Waddle to Miami, right? Uh, let me Because I'm pretty so, sure you I had Chase. Had yeah, you, no, you,
3: yeah, you had Waddle uh, at six, Chase at seven, and then Smith is the third receiver at 11.
1: Well, that was wrong yeah. on being the second one, but hey, I still had, you know. I have Waddle so going 13.
3: And then because you hate the Eagles, you have them taking Terrace
1: Marshall at 12. That, that's just because I feel like that's an Eagles move to make. Yeah, now that I remember. Now I remember who I put in the Eagles. At. That does make a little bit more sense there. So that answers me, or that answers my question on Jamar Chase, and I'm going over because I have him at 7 to Detroit. Matt, where are you going with Jamar Chase? Over or under at 6?
3: I, I had him at 7 too, so I'm I'm going over.
1: I, I'm Dennis. taking the under. I put
2: Chase going four to Atlanta. I think they're going to draft Chase and trade Julio. I think All right. They're not going yeah, to trade Julio tonight, but – Hey, uh, what?
3: A just a quick question. If Kyle Pitts yeah. goes to Atlanta, how are you feeling about your Hayden Hershers?
1: shares? <laughs> I was only in redraft, so I don't care. I was just oh, okay. that I had him last year. I, That's why he's pissing me off. Because I just remember
3: you had like tons of- <laughs> every week. It was the.
1: Well, it was just that one big money league where I drafted him, like, because I never reach for tight end. I always wait until it's like, uh, what do we do? Eighteen rounds, I think. So I typically wait till like rounds twelve through fifteen, sixteen to grab a tight end. And for whatever reason, this year I was like, you know what? No, no, there's not really a lot on the board. I think it was like the eighth or ninth round. I love this. Like, I'm just gonna take Hayden Hurst. I think he's gonna be a top five tight end. Uh, yeah, that, that pissed me off every single week because it was always the weeks. Because I, I ended up getting Mike Gasicki as well because someone dropped him after like he had a bad week. And I picked him up. He had that one good week with Ryan Fitzpatrick before they benched Fitzpatrick. And then just imagine that going back and forth between both of those subpar tight ends every single week. And I always played the wrong one. I played Hayden Hurst in a good matchup. Gusecki went off, played Gesecki in the good matchup. Hurst went off. And so it was very frustrating all year long. I was not happy I, with that hey, uh, with either one. Of I those
3: know guys. because I would listen to who you were going to play. And then I would know who not to went play.
1: the other way. That's probably what most people you helped a do. lot that's of the, people. That's that's the, the best all part all of my advice. Of um, so we're going to stick with Jalen Waddle because he's the only other wide receiver we have here. Uh, the over under is at 11.5. I'm obviously going under because I had him there at Miami. Uh, Dennis, which way did you go with Waddle?
2: 11.5. I have him, uh,
3: take, I have the over at 13. I have him going 13. I'm the under too because I have him going to Miami as well.
1: All right, Jamie Newman, who I don't believe any of us are high on, but they have him here on the board. He was one of the only other quarterbacks on there, so I put him on. Uh, over, under, at 170. I'm going to be honest, I don't even know what round that is.
3: You know what? I was thinking that was the end of the sixth round, but then I remember there's 256 picks, so that's got to be like the fourth or fifth round. So I'm changing what I had on there. I'm I'm going over. because I thought sixth in the sixth round makes some sense. Uh, but in the fourth round, probably makes less sense. Well, yes.
2: no. So one seventy, if you divide it by thirty-two, that's five point three rounds. But so it's not exactly right. of compensation they're... picks, so it may be early fifth. It doesn't matter. I I'm going to take the over on an undrafted free agent level quarterback.
1: I uh, mean, hey, I I agree with you there. I just don't, I'm going to go over, but you know, I think he's better than Davis mills though. So I, that's just the thing. I mean, yeah, Davis mills are, they're, they're capping, you know, Vegas it has those big buildings for a reason and they're putting Davis mills at 60. I feel like that. there's gotta be something that they know that we don't, but I'm, I'm going over as well. I just, I, I don't see it with Newman. I, I don't think he's, he's that great. Uh, and another player that I'm not high on, but I do think the NFL is going to be, and that's Kadarius Toney. They have him set at 27.5. Matt, which way are you going with this? I'm going over. Dennis.
2: I'm taking the over. I'd have him going 29 to green Bay.
1: I have the over as well. Um, yeah. I to think that with, would really uh, facilitate Aaron Rodgers out. Yeah. That's, that's really going to facilitate Aaron Rodgers wanting to leave the team. Um, if it weren't for all the Elijah Moore hype coming up all of a sudden, and I, I, Kadarius Tony's got Mike or could go to Tennessee, but I think that's where Moore is going to go tonight. And so I actually don't think Tony's going to go in the first round. I, I think he falls out and goes early second somewhere. So I, I'm going over as well. Pitts, I feel like this is a very interesting one. It really just kind of comes down to what you think they're going to do at four and five with Atlanta and Baltimore, or Baltimore uh, Cincinnati. Uh, but they have him at 5.5. Dennis, are you going over or under?
2: Uh, I have him going five to Cincinnati, so I'm taking the under.
3: I have him going four to Atlanta, so I'm taking the under.
1: Think I'm going over? I don't think I had him going to Atlanta or no, Cincinnati. I don't remember where I put my sheet at. I can't find it. The other let one I have s- saved on my computer is blank. Uh
3: you have him going uh 4 to Atlanta. So.
1: So that would be under. I changed my mind. Trask it's 77. Good that I'm here for you. Thank you for you. yes, I do appreciate it. I'm uh, you know, there is is I'm just, I don't know where I put that sheet. I know I sent it to well, you, but I don't I thought To I be sent
3: fair, it. I was the one that com- compiled them to publish so i should have
1: it uh trask here is coming in at 77.5 uh for me to well i guess it doesn't have to be trask it could be davis mills but i'm gonna go under i do think he gets drafted somewhere in the second round so i will take the under dennis where are you going uh
2: I'm you know that's 77 so that's it's early third. Mid- Early to mid third, so at sixty four, so that'd be about three thirteen, three fourteen. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take the over.
3: Okay, I'm gonna take the over as well. I think he probably goes in the third, but a little bit later because you know if where we're projecting all those quarterbacks going up high, um, I would imagine most of those early part of the draft teams have taken their quarterback.
1: Najee harris 32.5 matt where are you going here with Najee?
3: under 24 pittsburgh
1: dennis is he your one running back you had going in the first round
2: he
3: is not
1: oh okay
2: so i have the over and it's just because they the nfl is devalued running backs the one running back i have going in the first round uh I actually have a team trading back into the first to take it.
1: Is it ETN? It is. ETN. Yeah. All right. ETN then I guess that answers it for you. Went under at 35.5. Matt, which way did you go with ETN?
3: I went under as well because the Jets have uh, pick 34. If he yeah, even I- if he goes in the top of the second, I think it's in the first. Three picks.
1: I I mean, I'm going under as well. I I think I I put two earlier, so I I think both of them are going to go in the first round.
3: You you had uh, Etienne going at pick 23 to the Jets and Harris going at 24 to the Steelers.
2: I I will not be surprised, honestly, if three running backs go in the first round or if no running backs go in the first round. But when I did my mock, I I was What about if
3: six running backs go in the first
2: round? That I would be surprised about.
1: Yeah, Um, so would
2: I. (laughs) Because at least one of them is going to be, you know, it's going to be like, I don't know, Dimitri Felton and his .091 relative athletic score. Uh, Hey, you don't
3: know what that rock, paper, scissors experience was like with Nick uh, Siriani. I mean, Jarrett Patterson.
2: (laughs) Ask my wife, I am an excellent Rochambeau player. But I, I have the Jets trading back in with the Ravens up to thirty-one and taking an ETN with their third first-round pick.
3: Now, well, I, a lot I know of people you're mean, good, go ahead. You're good at rock paper scissors. Are you also good at rock paper scissors
2: lizard spock? No, my wife tried to throw dynamite in there, and I'm like, "What the hell, you mean dynamite? <laughs> There's no dynamite <laughs> in rock paper scissors. Can be
1: whatever you want. Can be whatever you want. That's the whole point of the game." <laughs> Trey Lance at 6.5. Dennis, you going over or under? I'm
2: going under. I have Lance going three to uh, San Francisco. I'd
3: like to apologize to San Francisco after having endured 16 months of lockdown, now getting Trey Lance voiced upon you. I am going slightly over.
1: I am going over as well, but, uh, yeah, they – I, what I was – I kind of like blanked out there a minute earlier in the stream. You got – like they went quiet. Is because uh, there was a thing that came out on Twitter that said the reason New Orleans is trying to trade up into the top ten is because they think Mac Jones is going to be available. So I think all signs are pointing toward Trey Lance is going to San Francisco now.
3: Justin Mother-Effing Fields.
1: I mean, I agree, but – you know, either the
3: say, Jets or the 49ers.
1: I will say – we talked about uh, what you and me talked about on the podcast. I'm pretty sure we talked about that on air Monday. I know we talked a little bit about it off air, but I'm pretty sure we talked about it on air as well. I talk, I gave your theory to Austin and Ray, and they both said that they think that that could be very viable and, and the reason that he goes there too. I just am not going to believe it until I see it. I, I hope that's what happens. I'm not going to believe it until I see well, it. Well,
3: to be fair, that's not – Necessarily, my theory. I've seen people talking about it on Twitter. That it's, if it's you your theory now, I you,
1: credited it to you on the show, yeah. so now everybody thinks uh, it's yours.
3: That's good. Well, <laughs> so um, please direct all of your uh, hate mail to at sports fanatic mb on Twitter.
1: No, just send it to at roundtable ff. I'm pretty sure we don't check those DMs anyway. So <laughs> no just wait, send it there. I, I know, but you can just ignore them. Don't don't worry about it. All right, so. Trades in the first round over or under at 4.5 Matt.
3: Now, is it can we get a clarification? Is this including tonight? Two nights, not okay, counting tonight. the San Francisco. That, trade, that yeah. was my only because if if we're counting like all the trades, I think there's already been three, and I'm <laughs> then, then I'm like, but 4.5 tonight. I'm I don't think there's five or more trades tonight, so I'm taking the under, Dennis.
2: Did you come to me yet? Yeah, yeah, I said, yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. You're good. Uh,
2: I I have uh, I think one of the things I had questions on my mock draft I did um, with with Chris Bisoli is how many trades in the first round tonight, and I I, I picked four, so I'm taking the under. So in my actual mock draft I submitted, I only projected three trades, which. You know, there's some cognitive dissonance going on there,
3: but I'm adjusting. Hey, this is what the draft's all about. It's, I mean, why do you think these guys issue like 95 mock drafts before the actual day of?
1: Yeah, I'm going under as well. I think there's a realistic shot that they get possibly four, but I don't know if they get to five. Uh Last two, and then we will get out of here as we are getting closer to, I believe the draft starts in 30 minutes. So we will be cu- – right up against it here will a rob Allen robinson be traded during the draft any of the three days dennis no matt do you agree
3: yeah i was going no too maybe i missed something has there been a lot of talk that he's a draft day trade
1: i don't know it was one Not of the only word. few trade things on multiple prop bet sites so i assume didn't they just some- franchise tag him they did, but they could still You're trade right. him. I'm going yes, just because I hope Allen Robinson goes to a, a team that is going to help him. So I'm going to say yes just for fun.
2: Uh, he's probably and then, Tampa Bay. I don't think I, I don't yeah, trade Scotty Miller Alexander Dalton like that. I mean, he supported AJ Green as a wide receiver one for how many years in Cincinnati? It's I not
0: think
2: that the guy don't to worry anything. about is now Mooney and and the the ghost of Anthony Miller. And
1: Rochelle
2: Robin's Bateman
1: when he gets get drafted it. at 20. Yeah. I, I, it's more Matt Nagy I don't trust than anybody else. I, It's not necessarily Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton, I think, is going to be fine. It's more Matt Nagy screwing things up there in Chicago that I think is going to. Well, we saw do Kyle
3: that. Trask support two good receivers in college and Kyle Pitts and Kadarius Tony. So, I mean, maybe he can get Al Robinson the ball.
1: That's true. Maybe they're going to trade up and take Justin Fields and I'm going to cry myself to sleep tonight. So we'll see what happens. I really hope that's the one place I, I mean, I could endure the Patriots. I cannot endure him going to the Bears. I really cannot. Is it
2: because of Nagy? Is that why you don't want him to go to the Bears? Is it because of Nagy?
1: Kind of, yeah. Because I I feel like if he goes there, he's going to be good and they're going to win. So they're not going to fire him. And then they're just going to stay there. And I just I mean so they're not going to win this year though they're
2: they're not going to win this year though. so maybe he'll be gone
1: we'll see i don't know i've already made the bold statement i can't back off it now just to piss felix off that wherever fields goes if he's the starter they're making the playoffs so i'm all in so he goes to the bears i'm all in on them making the playoffs
2: you're notorious for the collar and making those crazy ass statements. So
1: the the Vikings are probably going to be 500 again. You got the the Packers are going to be Rogerless more than likely. Detroit's not competing this year. I mean, they're in to win the division at this point. I think so. You know, getting Justin Fields just icing on the cake. All right, last one here. Jimmy Garoppolo will be traded during the draft. Matt.
3: <sighs> Initially, I thought no, but. I feel like he is going to get traded
1: somewhere.
2: Dennis, I'm looking like a 53-47 lean yes.
1: I am going to go no just because I do believe that they're going to go Lance, and I just don't think he's ready to start yet. So I think they keep Jimmy G for this one year. They move him next year. But everybody says,
2: says that Lance G. is the most pro-ready, one of the most pro-ready. He spent more time playing in a pro-style offense than any of the other guys.
1: Have you I don't read listen that? To ESPN, so I don't know. If they I, say I that. have
3: not heard anyone say that. Oh. I mean,
1: I've all, well, let's 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 not jump into that. That's just gonna we're we're just gonna go down a dark road here with all these bad narratives. So, the draft is gonna start here in about 20 minutes. Everybody, thank you guys so much for tuning in, Dennis. I didn't see if you answered my question, so I know that we are switching around schedules here soon. Is it starting next week that you'll be joining us on Mondays, or is it the week after? Uh, no, it's next week. Awesome. So you There's will no catch movie? the three yeah. of us now. It's well, yeah, yeah May yeah, fifth next, next week, week. So I wanted to double check just to be safe. Okay, so next week, yeah. starting next week, we will have the Monday shows will now be the three of us. Thursdays will just be Matt and myself. Uh, so Dennis will be here with us as we get to break down everything that happened on the draft this weekend. There was something we were supposed to talk about, Matt. Superhero wise that I can't remember now. We joked about Dennis wouldn't want to be <laughs> oh, we, part of the conversation.
3: We were going to revisit uh, our top Marvel because you. Oh yeah, time. that's right. I a still a chance.
1: I saw having a chance to rank him So you lucked out there, Dennis. Maybe we'll save it for draft coverage on Monday. Oh, but
3: he, did. he didn't luck out that much because he'll be back on
1: Monday. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> so we will recap everything that goes down in the draft this weekend on Monday. Enjoy the draft, everybody, and we look forward to talking to you guys again on Monday.
0: Prepare for glory! I want to know if you got your pop on there. Do you got your brunch on there? I can't like the one line already. And he's hit the end zone for an unbelievable touchdown. I would be honored if you played football for this team. No one up above his head. They can't jump with me. Die, Lee! Only oh, tackle the 40 yard line. Who can make a play? I can! Who can make a play? I can! I can.